Welcome to Constant Struggle. I'm Nick Watson. And I'm Bree Watson. And welcome. This is a podcast where Nick and I talk about all of the fun struggles balancing life and art. I gotta stop calling them fun struggles. Some of them aren't fun. No, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the, the cuddly pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have a different vibe. Welcome to slap and tickle. <laughs> brother and sister should shut it down <laughs> shut it down you're right uh, <laughs> uh, so i'm a comedian uh i do a lot of and a producer and a writer and an improviser and a stand-up and a director and anyway and, and nick is a writer I, indeed and current well, well more like an editor right now oh, you're which, an editing i know it, which produces a lot of extra writing right there you go and, okay and this is episode number 83. What is that right? Yeah, number 83 featuring Corey Birch, uh, another improviser, sketch comedy writer, producer, and so much more. You're about to find out so much more about Corey. But before we get into Corey, Nick, let's do a real quick catch up sesh. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, kind of. I just covered it. I'm still oh, editing. You're editing. You're I'm, editing. I'm on to book three, chapter three. Yeah, book three, chapter three, editing. Oh, that's great. So you finished one and two. Yeah. Okay. And now it's just number three, and then you'll be done editing? Uh, fart noises. No, it, it's, like a pa it's like a first pass on two and three, just so I'm making sure I'm not screwing up my timelines or anything like that. Oh, great. And then it's going to be a really tight edit of one. Mm. And it's going to be, I got to get it to the point where like, I'm going to submit this. Okay. To, to a publisher or to uh, uh, an editor? Agent, publisher, editor, those people. Perfect. I love or that. If, if all of that fails, then the internet. The interwebs. Yeah. yeah I'll see if ChatGPT wants to read it. No, don't. Everyone's, don't. Every, everyone's getting it to write for them. Maybe it wants a book to read. Don't give it to, because then it's just going to use it to give your stuff to other people for free. What? Well, we have lots of nice, fun chats about AI in this episode. Okay. Uh, so, you know, let's pause the AI talk for now, and I'll let you know what I'm working on. Yeah, since, what are you working on, Bree? Since this episode has been recorded, I have had to withdraw my participation in Montreal Sketch Fest. <laughs> so all Whoa. of the part, yeah, all of the part where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to Montreal has been uh, uh, rescinded. Well, I was still excited, I shouldn't say, because the new job I'm working starts the weekend I was supposed to be in Montreal, and I, and I need to be at orientation. So that's unfortunate. Don't. Uh, yeah, well, but there's other, a struggle for you. Yeah, that's a big, big, stupid struggle. Um, but I am uh, still going to the Detroit Women in Comedy Festival the following weekend. Mm. And this summer, I'm still working on uh, putting on a fringe show with the David Lottie, friend of the podcast. It's called Hearsay, and it's a sketch comedy review based on the Fleetwood Mac album rumors. <laughs> so, look at Oh, okay, clever. Yeah, it's a clever play on words. You're welcome. All right, what do you think, Nick? Should we launch into the episode? Yeah, we we got to go, Brie. Apparently, this is a, a doozy. It's a doozy because we spend a bunch of the time riffing with our dear friend and the incredibly talented Corey Birch. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we mean business. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nick. I want to tell mm. you about. I want to tell you about our our guest, but there's there's two different. 
pages that I want to use, and I'm not sure which one I should go for. I, kn- I actually, you know what? I I do know which one. Go I with your heart, Bree. But I just want to embarrass him a little bit because oh, cool. He's, he's great. Corey Birch grew up in the town of Markham, just east of Toronto. He started acting throughout his elementary school years and continued well into high school. Well into high school. Not all the way to the end. Well but well. But well into it, yeah. yeah. In high school, Corey took dramatic arts and headed up the drama club. You know what? This is too much of a bio. And I like I feel like we're gonna lose I'm um, liking this. You like it? Okay. Very serious. Okay. All right. Well, it's because I've got the NPR mic going. Mm-hmm. But you're that? not necessarily doing the uh, like uh, salty nuts kind of talk, you know. Uh, it's a good, it's, in it's high a good school, medium. Corey oh, took no. up dramatic hearts, hearts, dramatic hearts, <laughs> and dramatic hearts. He headed up the drama club. He was a charismatic executive member of the club, and the leading man in several of the school's productions. You see, I feel like we're yet taking away from anyway. At the time of this yeah. bio, Corey continued his acting training through the classes at the Second City Training Center, which I'm sure he has now completed. Oh, an improv cast? An actor. Oh, yeah. Get ready, Nick. (laughs) An actor, an improviser, a comedian, a writer, a producer, voiceover artist, puppeteer, and teacher. Get ready, everybody. (laughs) It's Corey Birch! Yay! (laughs) Hello. The most fun is just seeing Corey patiently wait through that bio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not only did I bring a, a very talented individual, but one of my uh, very good friends. So you're ready. For Yay. Yeah. Who is that that you're talking about? Uh, my, brother, <laughs> my brother, Nick. I'm, oh, yeah, I yeah. brought him, my, my brother and my best friend. Best friend. <laughs> uh, that's nice. Good. Sorry, Mr. Birthday, Brie. Uh, it's, you know, that's whatever. I mean, what's, what's another year, you know? <laughs> Are you right? <laughs> Uh, Nick, it's so sad that you're alone in your basement when it's such a beautiful day outside. Oh, it's all right. I don't. I don't believe in weather. No, oh, good. <laughs> climate denier. <laughs> <laughs> Just every climate possible. No, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. believe it, I don't believe it exists. <laughs> it's getting warmer. That implies it had a temperature before. Liar. There. Good yeah. point. Good point. All right, Corey. Hello. I, I have the very challenging task of keeping this on track today, and I don't want to. Okay. So, t- tell tell Nick and everybody listening, you know, about yourself. Uh, I don't. I don't know, Bree. You know me. All right. Uh, okay. Let's do it. Oh, I want to say I was at a show the other night, and uh, in Hamilton, and uh, the host of the evening, Matthew Serena, who I don't know if you met, but I do think the two of you would get along based solely on your mutual appreciation for Shrek. Oh, all right. I almost randomly just, watched it yesterday. Just random. It, it must yeah. be because you knew we were about to talk to Corey. Okay. Corey. It's a. Are you yeah. upset that we already started talking about Shrek and no. the interview hasn't even started? It's like, no, tell me about my accolades or talk more about my accolades. Accolades of being <laughs> in the drama club in high school, yeah. <laughs> well, you're an award-winning comedian. Uh, yeah, uh, just recently. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, that, that, that's a shared title uh, with you and everybody in the cast. That's right, uh, which you spent 10 years working on, and I came in in the last year and got to take home the glory. <laughs> Good oh, job, Ray. Oh, yeah. you're, you're part of it for more than a year. Yeah, it was what, just like two, a, year, a year and a half, I think. Anyway, Nick. Uh, it just... felt like forever. 
Oh, <laughs> good. I have that impact on people. <laughs> I don't know uh, the problem my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it either way. And I don't I didn't think so either. Nick, <laughs> Corey has run a show called Good News Toronto in Toronto. <laughs> Good news. That's right. Where he yeah, was just it was a parent no parry. It was news. It was a news based comedy show. Sure, Very sure. Silly. And and every month for ten years he was working on this show. Um That's right. And then this year he's like, That's it. Fuck it. I'm done. Were you <laughs> were you just annoyed that the Beaverton kept stealing your idea? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Beaverton was a great show. Uh we love those folks there. Uh yeah, no, that was that was good. We we didn't they didn't steal anything. Uh we've been doing it live and for <laughs> making less money for much longer. So what uh, uh... the Canadian way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's like our <laughs> show's motto. Doing what? it forever and not getting any money for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's, yeah. yeah, and maybe it's because but that's of, what art is. Yeah, I people, thought, I think so. Corey, what, what, at what point in your little baby Corey life <laughs> did you decide you wanted to make the funnies? Um, I don't know if it was ever a conscious decision. It was just you know I can't do anything else well, so <laughs> it just made sense. <laughs> Have you tried to do other things? No, my brain won't let me. <laughs> so you're in, I see that you're in elementary school and you're in high school and you were doing drama back then. Was that something? That's right, yeah. That's how you kind of got your, your taste for it, would you say? I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, I was doing like improv in like, yeah, elementary school and stuff like that. And that was definitely the most fun of the school day. How did that work out? Your school just had like an improv club or like a drama yeah. program? Yes. And uh, we uh, we did like improv games in, um, I think it was English class technically. And we had a, oh, okay. a drama class as well. So it's all vague. It's uh, like 50 years ago now that that all happened. So who's to say? Corey's 78 years old. <laughs> yeah, I am not long for this world. So this podcast better go out soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It'll take at least a couple weeks. Oh no! <laughs> you so might promote stuff for next year. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It'll be great though because at that point we'll be able to do the in memoriam episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you do. You're doing drama. It's the only thing you ever wanted to do as a kid. You're never like, ah, I want to be a general mailman. manager of a mailman. <laughs> Company. The general manager of a mailman. <laughs> yeah, I want to manage a mailman. All right, Frank. We're just just one mailman. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah, yeah. you deliver all of the mail? Just yeah, you. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I'm your general manager. <laughs> no, so no. Yeah, no, no. It's 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 been this. Yeah, yeah. This has been the the main drive, but you know, it's been a a constant struggle as. Is parlance How? for the and why course. why why would you say that right off the top? Even in high school, this was a constant struggle. No, no, no. I mean, like <laughs> in terms of making it a career, right. it's a constant struggle. Yeah, there was something that I saw in your workbook live page that I absolutely Great. loved. <laughs> I'm 
actively editing it as we speak. So <laughs> Corey likes to think of himself as a lion cub with great big paws. Oh yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? The typing is hard. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um that was, that came out of uh I did years ago um at the old second city when it existed in the basement of a shopper's drug mart. Uh, so so prestigious. Uh it was a uh like a casting director came from LA and was like giving uh notes on casting and one of the main things was like how do people see you and that was one of the notes that the room gave to me a lion cub with the great big paws oh yeah but what is that that's all mean? right that's pretty good i think like you're good like, at kind giving of like hugs no i i think the like in, in, like i'm just reading it back now too all the other things that was said but like just kind of like like my my hands are like like you know like a baby a puppy dog with like the hands that are the paws dog hands i don't want to photoshop a dog with hands um <laughs> like just like like something that's like they they have like the tools but they're not they're ready so you know like they're like oh yeah like something's coming but i i don't know what to do with it you know and, but either way it's adorable to watch she, sure <laughs> i don't know i would never call myself adorable but uh oh yeah well, yeah. maybe one of your constant struggles is self-esteem. Perhaps. I don't know. Who's to say? Nick, would you call yourself adorable? No, not at all. Is it mm -hmm. a man thing then, maybe? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm, like, what about me is adorable? I'm a curmudgeon. Mm -hmm. You're an adorable curmudgeon. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you whippersnapper. <laughs> uh, I found, okay, there were two things there, Corey, that mm -hmm. I found interesting. Sure. How do you feel about the fact, because I've had to do, I feel like as a performer, we all have to do this, this thing where it's like, what do other people, where, how are you castable? What do other people see you as? And, mm. and how do you feel about that kind of uh, pigeonholing? Because personally, I, I think it's, it sucks. Um, even though it's, pro it's pro it is true, I'm sure. Um, if you can that. master it, it could be quite helpful. I don't know though because like I keep getting pigeonholed as a, mine was like oh you could play a nurse I'm like I don't fucking be a nurse you know what or that's, you could that's be a, a great gig you can get series with that yeah but it's not funny oh yeah I don't know <laughs> you've got syphilis <laughs> right anyway so like even just like as adorable as a concept it is to be a lion cub with great big paws sure how does i don't know how does that help you as a as a performer or does it or did, what did you think about that that whole process uh in terms of like doing that one exercise yeah anyway i'm digging it was into it. that no 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 it was it was interesting for sure to see uh how people perceive you cuz it, it's you can only see yourself from your own perspective or your um how you think that other people perceive you or how you want other people to perceive you. So it was good to see like kind of the unfiltered version of that. I mean, still obviously filtered through the people's, uh, cause we just met these, like it was a bunch of actors that were giving these notes to you. So you it was like a bunch of peers, I guess you could call them. Did you know mm -hmm. that you knew them? They were in class with you or? No, it wasn't. It was like a, uh, a weekend, like mm. seminar. Yeah. So this is like way, way back. 
I know. I, I just find these kinds of this. exercises fascinating because it's mm-hmm. true. I've had like in at Humber, I had it was like a teacher be like, "Oh, I could see you going out for a teacher. I could see you going out for a nurse. <laughs> I could see you going out for all these generic female jobs." Just okay, I get it because I'm a woman. Yeah, and you're white. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but also you you're talking about the prestige of the basement of the second city. But to be honest, <laughs> I think that was I my most joyful second city memories were in that basement you know like for sure yeah when they brought it to the nine whatever the the other space the wayne gretzky one yeah it was it was all right but i don't know there was something fun about going down those stairs and totally it felt it felt like you were really part of a cult as opposed to like Mm -hmm. just the regular part of it improv being a cult right it was like a very specific cult within a cult given the photos on the wall and you know what? the best kind of cult (laughs) There's something, it sounds so stupid, but there's something that I do miss about Second City, and that was everybody putting up their little show posters in the hallway, and nobody does that anymore, yeah. and it's like, oh, we, I don't know, comedy has been, uh, like, cleaned up in Toronto, it seems, and it's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's trying to get his own canceled. <laughs> comedy is too woke right now. Way, no, it's just like, let's have a billboard, for God's sake, no, it doesn't look pretty. Well, I don't think comedy is supposed to look pretty. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Anyway, I don't know. I Nikki Glaser's really pretty. Yeah. No. Okay. Anything? I don't know. Any notable teachers or anything in uh, you know elementary school or high school that are like follow your passions, or was it just like I wanted? I like doing theater. Yeah, I mean there, there was a couple in high school. I would say uh, Miss Weaver, who was great, very cool, fun. Um, uh teacher also mr nicholson uh who was my improv teacher or like a drama teacher in high school and um yeah he was always very supportive uh uh it's it's interesting because i have him on uh facebook as you do with you know all all your old all your english teachers yes yeah actually we do have (laughs) shout out uh mr janik (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but um yeah i have him on uh socials and i think this was in 2020 i want to say so like right before the pandemic i went to halifax for a, a gig out there and um i had some free time so i did like a a call out on like the halifax improv facebook group that i found um and uh i was like hey is there any jams that i could jump on or do or shows and stuff like that so the the night i landed i hopped on this random show at this bar it was called good robot uh <laughs> something like that and i uh just did uh some improv with some folks because like they, they reached out to me and like be like okay so this is what we're gonna do did the show and then uh i guess my old high school improv teacher slash drama teacher was living in halifax at the time Hmm. didn't tell me but then (laughs) came to the show and then afterwards it was like oh that was great and i was like oh my god what the hell's going on here also yeah go ahead that's so cool yeah that was but also he was a very serious improv like drama teacher like very much like don't touch the curtains be on time you know all that stuff uh good yeah exactly Corey is a notorious curtain toucher (laughs) No, <laughs> a lady curtain toucher. 
<laughs> no, I just I, I think that there was some students that didn't particularly like his uh, style of teaching. Mm. And I was like, I was fine with it. Like, it's, it's all good. Um, but yeah, I, I was also like making like a bunch of like dick and fart jokes on stage because we Excellent. like doing like yeah. short form improv jokes. And like, then I was like, oh, my teacher who is very, you know, a prim and proper man. But did he but, enjoy yeah, it? it was good. Yeah, yeah. He said it was so good to see me still doing it, you know? Well, that's so nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, okay, so and it, so you make friends with your teacher who eventually stalks you in Halifax. Stocks you, uh, and you go into classic high, improv. Yeah, classic. This was a high school teacher or elementary school teacher. That's right. Yeah, high school. Yeah, high school. Okay, so you you do um, high school productions and improv and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, and then you got to mm -hmm. decide what do I do with my life. And Corey decides <laughs> to to pursue education. Um theatrical education or no uh no not really no just just performing so after high school you're like i'm gonna just perform and what does that That's look right. like what does that transformation look like i mean like from high school to full-time performer or to performer in toronto were you like did you were you still living in markham at the time did you have to move to the big city do you how did that yeah tell I was... me about that part of your life yeah, I was in Markham for, you know, most of my young life. Uh, yeah, I was. I started doing uh, background work um, on sets, which was interesting. Mm. If cool. you watch the film Scott Pilgrim versus <clears throat> the World, you can see my shoulder at some point. Awesome. Yeah. I, those books yeah. saved me during a very difficult time in my uh, young life. No. Yep. It got me through. That's a great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh incredible uh i have not read them i cannot read um but it was fun being on set with michael Sarah and seeing that at the time of filming he was exactly the the person that he played in every film if that yeah. makes sense lovable goofball <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah like between takes he'd like hit the drum set and be like <laughs> and just like yeah uh yeah exactly he'd be the most michael Sarah you could imagine it's fascinating to i don't know i don't know what his role is going to be in this upcoming barbie movie but i am excited oh yeah for it. yeah yeah it was very cool to see that he's part of it yeah yeah out of nowhere Catherine's like we should get stoned and go watch that movie what I'm like what who who are you since when does Catherine get stoned never it's not a thing that happens this is out of character I think it's from go it's from walking past the weed shops in Toronto every day to go to work. It's mm. what it is. Not Mississauga. Apparently you don't have them in Mississauga. No. Isn't I don't crazy? know. Oh, yeah, it's not legal. It's it's the same with Markham as well. No no weed shops there. Where were you? What scenes was it uh, in Scotty Pilgrim? Like I love that movie and book. Uh uh forgive me if I get the names wrong, but the Cat and the Yangi twins, is that right? Does that ring a bell? Yes. When they uh, they, they were the DJs? Business. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. Ooh, all right. So it's a big crowd scene. It was like a rave thing. Where'd they shoot yeah. that? It was supposed to be uh, Lee's okay. Palace. In the but book, it, it was not. Oh, what? What? Cherry Beach. The lies. Like a big, like, just studio there. Like a big, one of those just warehouse okay. studios. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's what, that's I was what. wondering if it was maybe the government or the ice house 
or whatever uh, it would have been known exist. at did that ever, time. Did you ever go to the it's government? probably a condo or, now. It is for sure a condo now. Or did you ever now. go to the government? Uh, to complain and protest vaccines? Yeah, yeah that's right. That was me. <laughs> uh, the warehouse, which was then called yeah. the cool house. <gasps> and then it was the docks, or that I think that was before, right? Or is it a different place? Or is that's not different? That's a different place. No. Oh, who's to say? Corey, how old are you? I mean, it was right across the street. Huh? What? Uh, how old, how old are you, what's Corey? What? I'm in my late 70s. Oh, yeah. We already talked about that. <laughs> You're getting older as, as, we, as the show keeps going. Corey, what? Uh... I mean, technically, aren't we all? No. Uh, yeah, this, this podcast... is the oldest we've ever been, guys. But it's also the youngest. <laughs> the youngest that will ever be. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sweet the... irony. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Appreciate every moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, as that's the, why they call it a present, guys. That's right. As the 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 credit songs from Grown Ups Two says, "Live every moment, love every day, because before you know it, your precious life slips away." What a what a tag! What a depressing concept. <laughs> Thank you, Adam Sandler, for all the laughs. No, but it was a, a very upbeat song. Uh, you know. So. Okay. Good. You can never shit on Adam Sandler. That's. Mm. The I mean, you take can. Away. I think we can. I think all... you can. Like he made a movie but called you'll be Jack and wrong. Jill. Yeah, and it, was it was also bad. funny. It was a bad movie. <laughs> he got paid, baby. I think that's, that's that. He's living all of our dreams. He you know? does seem very comfortable. I mean, he just won the yeah, he, the big one. Never the... worse. Yeah. The, yeah. The Tom uh, Mark Twain. Tom Mark. The Twain. Tom. The Tom Twain Award. <laughs> yeah, the one for Mark Twain's brother. Who was yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was uh, who loved movies? Big reader. Where... Didn't write. No. <laughs> he was a big fan of people playing themselves and their own twin siblings in feature films. This is Adam Sandler? No, Tom Twain. This is getting cut. Anyway. <laughs> None of this is funny. No, but that is that what what I'll say is that is the dream though, right? Getting it's like he's really figured out. Like they yeah, were talking, like talking about that movie. taking your friends on trips to Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Like when he made the movie Blended with Drew Barrymore, where they went to Africa. He's like, I'd never been to Africa, so I was like, I just pitched a movie where I was in Africa, and then they made it. The joy is to be as as incredibly successful as you can, so that you can start making moves and films that, yeah, uh, for sure. regardless of the plot or the writing. Uh, you know, get made because yeah. because you're that popular of a human being. Is that yeah. what you're striving for, Corey? <laughs> to be a Adam Sandler? Uh, yeah, I would love to be the Adam Sandler of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I yeah, think it's a, it's a noble goal. Uh, Shabadoo! Yeah, I, <laughs> I do love his dramatic roles. Yeah. Are you talking about them. Click or? <laughs> oh, Click was good. Uh, I respected Bed Bath and Beyond so much more after that movie. You know they that don't Beyond exist. section. They don't exist oh. anymore. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, we did a whole story about that on Good News. <laughs> they went to the Bed Bath and Great Beyond. <laughs> that was the joke. They got tempted response, so it was accurate. <laughs> It was a, a fun time doing background. It was it was cool to be on sets and see how stuff got made and like kind of you know hear the like all the all the terminology and stuff like that. 
Was this was um was your interest always like um were you like I want to do on camera stuff or was it more yeah theater? yeah for sure no yeah I I I like theater I like the process of theater I like the rehearsal process a lot and like really doing that that's why I enjoyed uh like for our sketch fest show like getting those in person rehearsals back going that was that was really fun and good and you know it's good to get like the the show in in your bones type of thing like just by rehearsing it like to death in person mm-hmm. um but yeah i i also really love the film and television and that that's definitely an end goal but uh nobody will hire me so you know talk, talk to us about that do you have a do you have an agent do you have what's what does that look like for Corey? well that's what's the your... struggly part yeah, yeah what's your that's... what's your what's your day-to-day you know in that department um pretty non-existent uh as of right now uh you know i was i was looking for agents and then the pandemic hit and then slowly but surely getting back out there and yeah yeah doing like submitting myself to stuff i'm surprised to hear that you don't have an agent because you do you do so you do so much nick and i don't know if like nick because uh, because he doesn't know you as well as i do Corey's like one of the the like hardest working improvisers in uh, and sketch comedians in Toronto. Like, I think that's a <laughs> an oxymoron. Okay, Our working he improviser. Is... <laughs> <laughs> he shows up there unprepared often. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the job description. Yeah. You're doing it right. Is exactly. what it sounds like. Um, recently, he started. Uh, well, I don't know how recent this is, but recently he started. Uh, I guess a. Uh, a new avenue that is every, everything improvised. So he'll take like popular television shows and movies and things and, and we'll improvise different, uh, you know, episodes of whatever. We just did Succession. You did White Lotus. You did uh, Monday Night Raw. Where, for... where are you doing? Is this part of Improv Niagara? Because I'm seeing you uh, retweet these shows quite often. No, it's because Corey casts me in them uh, despite, okay. his, where, despite his better judgment. Where are you doing it, Corey? Is it in Toronto? Yeah, Toronto, mainly, uh, mainly at Comedy Bar and oh, uh, sure. SoCap okay. as well. But uh, I will say that it's not a new avenue. I, I started doing it, I think, around 2017, maybe 2015. Whenever Riverdale first debuted, That's I did right. Riverdale Improvised uh, because that show was so insane and so wild and such a departure from the Archie comics. So like, yeah, of these teens and make them brooding and sexy and i was like this is like rife for you know uh, i think you should still be you should still be able to count 2017 as recent because you got to take out the pandemic years it's almost those like didn't happen yeah yeah not in a denial kind of way (laughs) like you know you couldn't put on a show Oh, well, Corey, why don't you tell Nick about what you were doing during the pandemic? Oh, here we go. Oh. I put on several shows. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it kind of uh, kept me sane throughout the pandemic. I was doing, uh, I kept my show Good News, which is, I don't think we've really touched on it in any major way yet, but it's like a news parody show, satire, kind of like The Daily Show, but Canadian so okay, more sure. polite. Remember we did. Remember uh, Nick said yeah. the Beaverton kept stealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's a, it's been like, yeah, 10 years. Uh, and so when the pandemic hit, I was like, let's, this format works. Yeah, it does. Right. Like it would work on Skype perfectly well. Exactly. Yeah. Skype. Nobody uses Skype. It's crazy. It was big on MySpace, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Cool. It's crazy how big Skype dropped the ball during the pandemic and then Zoom just 
ate their lunch. Um, I can't wait to download all those episodes on Kazoo. Yeah, yeah. Kazaa. Kazaa. <laughs> on your, on your, on your Shazam. Zoom. Shazam. Kazam. Shazam. Uh, Morpheus. M- Morbius is a yeah, <laughs> great film. One of the best. Uh, have you seen it, Nick? I did not. Catherine went to go see it. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's incredible. Catherine is it really? For it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's my uh, improv partner in life. Uh, yeah, the opening scene of Morbius, uh, if I recall correctly, Michael, Doctor Michael Morbius, uh, played by Jared Leto, mm, the finest off, actor of our generation. Yeah, I would say, uh, gets out of a helicopter and is yes. uh, using a, a like mobility device, like crutches. Uh, oh right, yeah, yeah. And he like exits into this like like exotic location uh, walking towards a cave of bats vampire mm. bats if no. you will um and then somebody from the distance yells do you need a doctor wow and dr michael morbius responds to this unseen person and says i am a doctor yes captain morbius let's go <laughs> incredible oh incredible cinema was this the first script generated by ai Mm. Still, or did a human get paid to write that still tbt i mean yeah it's, <laughs> okay it's that, that adam sandler thing all over again who cares if it's gonna yeah be- sandler really wanted to go to a bat cave in nicaragua so yeah another interesting fact about morbius uh now that we're there oh, god yes um, please i'm so uh, i'm it, so it, upset it, that it, it made, doesn't know you <laughs> it made it made more money than everything everywhere all at once until that film i think won the oscar uh, when that film won the oscar and then people started you know downloading it like on whatever stream yeah whatever and was like, this the first movie that came out after the pandy morbius yeah i feel like it was an early like not counting florida they were open the whole time i think just Maverick. coughing in each I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's, a, was the there's a bunch one. of like like pandemic like big swings. There's also Quiet Place Two and like just a bunch of movies that were like delayed, delayed, delayed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Morbius was definitely the box office uh, powerhouse, and they brought it back. Did you hear this too? I heard it got voted like he. They have to call it Morbius Two Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, it's Morbin time. Uh, but they 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 did bring it. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. They. Uh, it it left the theaters because it wasn't doing incredible, but then sure. because there was a bunch of meme culture uh, and stuff like that online, uh-huh. the studio's like, "Oh, people like this movie. Let's bring it back." And then they did, and it's <laughs> angry all over again. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. It's... But anyways, I was doing Good News Toronto online uh, throughout the pandemic. From yeah, I think yeah, it, I think we had a, a show booked at the end of we did Sketchfest 2020 which is like the beginning of March and then Comedy Bar uh shut its doors and Even we had that was a, a little controversial I remember them getting a bit of flack for doing shows still mm, yeah so this was still like the early weeks of March um okay. so like nothing was clear and like no no there was no guidelines necessarily uh and shows kept happening a little bit after that but we had like one for the end of because the show usually happens on the the last or fourth friday of the month um mm. and so we had one booked for that march and then comedy bar shut down and then immediately i'm like well this could exist online and then i did that and just kept doing that and reached out to new cast members and 
kept the show going and it like like you said like it, it makes sense to do this kind of show online like you don't necessarily need a lot of um studio pizzazz. time exactly yeah yeah it definitely works as you were just telling news type jokes that's not the only thing you were doing online during the pandemic i think like you of all the i know you know of all the improvisers i know you were one of the only ones who was uh still performing pretty regularly and getting really involved with uh different performance groups worldwide that's mm. true yeah yeah so i did a bunch with um yeah a group called extreme uh improv over in the uk it's mostly like short form improv that they do and uh like i found this uh global calendar that just had a bunch of improv jams i i forget exactly who who created it but you it gave the details of when they happened uh what they were and yeah i was just attending as many as i i possibly could because there was nothing else to be done <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun, yeah. And I did some with like people in like Barcelona. Uh, I did some in with people in India, and um, yeah, it was uh, it was incredible. I also through these online jams got um, hired by a company called Smack in Shanghai. I think is one of their headquarters, uh, like Z M A C K, and I ended up teaching uh, improv uh, through their company. Oh, online. cool. Are you still doing that? No. Oh. No. Well, is it it because I think you did like... such a good job. They all know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was more so that like they've uh, tempered down their uh, online like classes. Like I think like a lot of, of schools. Because every yeah. all the all the improv schools were like you can still do this online. <laughs> Give us your money, and I get it because it was definitely a struggle for. Like we saw like a lot of theaters close for sure, right? So Yeah. I think I guess one of the nice I guess one of the nice things about it is the bigger institutions, uh it gives them the possibility to teach their classes even though there are people who are nowhere near Chicago, let's say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or right. New York or LA or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, truly. Yeah. Or yeah. London or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, all some... the big cities is what I'm getting. Madison, Wisconsin. That's right. Oh, huge yeah. improv scene in Madison. Yeah. Love the, yeah, did... the Maddies. Yeah. I did some class with the Groundlings and UCB as well during the pandemic as well. Just because like I was like, oh, I can do this now. That's great. Oh, cool. And yeah. yeah. How what did how did that go? How, what was your experience with that? I've known a couple people recently who have been taking some groundling stuff and I'm fascinated by their yeah. approach. Yeah, no, it was it was very cool. I think for that one, it was doing a uh, a pitch deck thing with them. So it was a bit different than like their standard because I didn't want to really do their improv program online just because I don't think it would translate as well. But so is that a, is that a goal too for Corey? Is that a like get me out of Toronto, move me to LA kind of thing? I mean, who's to say? Um, it would be uh, definitely fun but i don't know how feasible it would be there's been a few folks from toronto that have gone that way like eli henry uh lisa gilroy the third example um <laughs> yeah so like it, it, it is definitely possible but i mean yeah it's definitely definitely a, a well, big leap yeah, there might be more chances though, because like since the pandemic, there's the studio in Mississauga that's sprung up. Hamilton's getting a lot more uh, filmy things. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, even I think 
Markham's getting a big uh, studio too. Mm. Can you talk about the decision to stop Good News and what your did you have a plan for what you wanted to focus on after that, or was it just kind of I'm you know I'm done doing this one thing and I'd like to move on to something else? I think it was just ten years seemed like a good round number to be doing a show for. Did you ever yeah. pitch Good News to anywhere? No. Okay. Oh. I should. Do you want to do that? Let's do that. Okay. CB- CBC Truly. Digital. Truly, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's like uh, over and over again since I've been doing comedy, there have been rumors and, uh, uh, yeah, I, mean, I guess rumors and innuendos and, you about... know, yeah. Alligate incidents and accidents. Alligate about, about Brie Watson. Yeah. About, no, about bringing like a just like a, a daily show. I guess daily show type. I mean, I guess there's 22 minutes. I guess there's yep. 22 minutes. But like, there's yeah. got to be more than just 22 minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know that anybody's clamoring for it though. I think is the thing, right? I know, like, um, uh, so do you, you know Ned Petrie. Yeah, he's the podcast a good, Ned. Good boy, he had, yeah. Yeah, he had put, he had <laughs> pitched his panel show to CBC, and that got pretty close. And then Kevin Crawford's uh, panel show got picked up. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because mm-hmm. news, yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, but we don't have like a we don't. So we've got twenty two minutes, but we don't yep. have like a a Canadian kind of late show. John Oliver. Yeah, or that kind of thing. And that so I, I mean, should do that, a British accent. Okay, I got it. Well, you, mm-hmm. should, you should hear Corey's British accent. It's pretty stellar. Hello, governor. Yeah. <laughs> right? Look at that. Or if not Jen Oliver, then maybe... Uh, no. <laughs> Do South African. No, God. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, it's more New Zealand, I think. Yes. yes. My uh, optometrist is a child uh, from uh, South Africa. Your optometrist's like, child is from? No, no my, uh, as, <laughs> when I was a child, my optometrist was not You don't have the same optometrist you did when you were a child? No, 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 no. What's so your eyesight eyes like? Are very dis- <laughs> what's, yeah. your, what's your prescription, Corey? The reason, the reason I say is because he would go, uh, one or two, one or two, which is clearer, which is worse, three or four. <laughs> you could just record yourself yeah. doing that, and I think people would pay to buy it. That's like an relaxing. ASMR gig, right? Mm-hmm. Right. There. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, once went to the. I'm not good with the people touching my eyes. I don't think. I don't think that's a that's a common thing that people enjoy. <laughs> I bet there will be people into it. Yeah, for sure. Probably. There's there's, there's perverts everywhere. It, that's what rule twenty three. Bef- before the pandemic, I remember hearing about like people who would like rub their eyeballs against each other. Mm. Oh, Bree, are you okay? I, I thought, <laughs> yeah there's also that like that craze of uh vodka eyeballing too right like, that and... sounds i think it was right around the same time yeah, yeah. like any of this yeah, yeah yeah eyes were big in the early 2000s well i think what we're trying to say here is that we deserved the pandemic mm-hmm. yes we had yeah. that one coming mm-hmm. people so... tried to warn us about it and they're yeah. all nerds so yeah. fuck them idiots <laughs> fuck them let's rub our eyeballs together yeah, yeah, yeah. yes what your plan now is it just to focus on the everything improvised all at once or uh no i mean we got that that montreal sketch fest show that i gotta focus on too. what tell us about that uh you're you're in it brie what you're in it. 
this is this you have is, to book a hotel brie come on this is, yeah. yeah this is great Corey's like okay there's only a couple more episodes of good news toronto and then we're done forever mm-hmm. oh by the way we got into toronto sketch fest oh by the way <laughs> we got into montreal sketch fest what's next Corey? where else is good news toronto going look, who's look we say? got into san francisco sketch fest. Win- winnipeg we yeah, went to the Winnipeg Fringe Festival. We're going Yellow, to... Yellow Knife. Oh, oh, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Montreal. Have you done Montreal Sketch Fest before? No, no never. I haven't. It's been... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. Good bit. Uh, have you done anything in Montreal? Have you visited the city before? Yeah. Uh, I Again, probably 2018, 2019, I did uh, Yuck Yucks there. They have a yuck, le yuck they, yuck they, they did. They do not. I think after I performed, they closed it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they said no more. Uh, one of my friends at the time, Matt Shuri. Not your friend a, anymore? I, I just haven't been in contact with him in, in a while. Uh, I don't even know what he's doing. Uh, okay, very, well, very, very nice Matt, very... reach out. Corey's missing you. Yeah, yeah, he would yeah. love to get in touch with He's a very big listener of this podcast. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, you know, he, uh, he was a... a pretty well-known comic here in toronto was doing like all the shows and then he moved out to montreal briefly to get more because like they have a lot i think more comedy opportunities there at least for stand-ups like it's a big i mean toronto's got like quite a few as well obviously yeah well just for laughs is very established exactly right and like yeah so like there's, there's a lot of comedy hubs there uh so we moved there and then he's like hey do you ever want to do my show and i'm like yeah great so i went out there and is that uh, the yuck yucks that they have there? And it was uh, very fun. So you do stand up as well? That's right. That's what I did in Amsterdam last year. You just keep dropping. I feel like this is very indicative of like the Corey career. It's just mm. like when something comes up, I'm going to go. Mm. Is that about right? Or is there like, sure. is there, do you have like a goal, like one in particular or anything that you're working towards? Or is it like, I'm just going to keep doing the work and, you know, see what, see what comes of it, which is very, you know, improvised, improvise, like soul of an improviser, heart of an eagle, wingspan of a stork. Look, I was once told that I'm a lion cub with paws that are too big. Uh, that's my approach. Oh, that's your approach. <laughs> I wish uh, I... fluffy lion cub. One <laughs> of the sad things about this podcast is that we're like, though we are filming our faces and our reactions. Yeah. Uh, Corey laughs silently. That's that, a stand-up right thing, though, right? That's him just there laughing. So people are gonna think, "Gee, there's a lot of awkward silence in this episode." But it's just Corey silently smiling at himself in the back. We just use we'll use an AI uh, soundtrack. Okay, yeah. we gotta stop with the AI. All right, they're gonna take over, and I don't. I'm not. I for one, I'm not gonna stand by it. They uh, just are taking over. Yeah, I for one. I'm uh, looking forward to working with our robot overlords. Overlords, yeah, yeah. In case you're listening. <laughs> oh, Good. God. Bleep blorp. <laughs> so, okay. goal set. I think, Bree, it sounds like you want Corey to have more focus on his goals and less on his tiger hands. No, uh, I'm, just curious, hands. I'm just curious about what happens in Corey's mind. Because Corey's everywhere. <laughs> All at 
at once? Everywhere, everywhere all at once. Everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. So, uh, you've got you've got a beautiful wife. Thank you. Yeah. And she's okay with you just going out all the time. Did you just look beside her or just look at her? No, I was looking towards where she is in the <laughs> It's she's, like she's checking that she was still beautiful. She's, mo- she's monitoring, <laughs> monitoring me right now. What is his response? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, beautiful wife, um, eighteen children. Mm, yeah. All with freakish that... cub hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a yeah. real hard time moving around. Yeah. What? What's What's next for Corey Birch? Who's to say? We got Montreal Sketch Fest coming up. That's. Uh, I I just focus on the next thing, but yeah, we got. Succession improvised first uh, in about a week, and then yeah, Montreal Sketch Fest, and then uh, we'll see. Your experience is so vast. Uh huh. We have to go to puppeteering at some point. Okay, Nick wants to know about puppeteering. Tell us about. Yeah, was that during the big puppeteering craze of the Revolution. late nineties? <laughs> late nineties. On the back of uh, being John Malkovich. Ah! Uh, Corey's just a. It's a puppet. Mm-hmm. Who is this? Um. The puppet that I created. And when did you create a puppet? And what is uh, this, their name? I don't want to assume his gender. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, it, it was. This was again at the old, old Second City, in the shopper's basement. Uh, yeah, I took a class with uh, his name's Kanye Chen. Uh, he now works for the Henson Company. Oh uh, shit! All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a very, very good boy. Um, yeah, uh, it was. It was a lot of fun. I just, I again, I just wanted to. You know, get a a depth of experience in all different forms of comedy, and and try a little bit of everything, everywhere all at once. Um, and it was yeah, it was uh, it was a very fun class, and uh, yeah, at the there was two. There was one of like how to use a puppet, and then one of how to make a puppet. And I wonder, is that a bit like the clown stuff, where you have to create your clown, you have to form the personality of the puppet as well? I suppose if you chose to do that, you could for sure if you're if you're a puppet master yeah yeah, yeah. Your puppet master of puppets um not particularly no can you give him one right now uh brie watson oh <laughs> yeah it's pretty good it's a really good name yeah, yeah it's, it's one of the best names yeah it's, it, it's puppets instagram is already more popular than mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh i i found there wasn't really a market for yeah not in toronto at least not for like live shows they, they weren't yeah. they weren't ready for it yeah it's where the real comedy is happening yeah in the world of puppets Beautiful. puppetry of the penis was always a big thing in edinburgh oh uh, my buddy christine von hagen is the host of that show oh yeah yeah in she's las vegas she's uh, very funny oh yeah what is, what is next for Brie Watson is my question. That's not, that's not, the, that's not the huh? podcast. That's what? not how the it's podcast not? What's, no, next, well, what's for, next for Nick? <laughs> um, more editing. More uh, the same. Yeah. Nick, you no, just got a, did you just get a promotion at work? <clears throat> yep. Why, why what, the throat what your, clearing? What is your I order? coughed midway oh, through. <laughs> I thought it was like, <clears throat> yes, I did. <laughs> oh, yes, business, business, business. Uh, oh, I, work, I do financial servicey stuff. For, okay. Uh, huge multinational american wow. bank business oh, okay. business. Yeah, yeah yeah so one of the big things that we talk about on the podcast Corey, is like how how do we balance that kind of stuff our day jobs and our and uh, our yeah, creative life yeah because mm-hmm. i get zero money from my creative stuff because it's not ready for public consumption yet i'm ready for prime mm-hmm. time 
but I suppose you not Nick... ready for public consumption. The world's not ready for it, or it's like yeah, my art been my... banned in a lot of countries. <laughs> it, it it's going to be super banned. I went out of the way to make it as no, it's not. It's a uh, super like, banned uh... was my favorite Michael Sarah film, is what I'll say. <gasps> so good, band. super, super banned. banned. Yeah, was that the one where there are racist musicians in the South? Oh no. <laughs> I mean, like, I wouldn't. That sounds oh, like oh, honestly, it does film. sound like yeah. I was gonna say. It kind of does sound like if Tarantino and Apatow got together to make a movie, then God, it'd just be an hour of a guy playing the guitar with his feet. Whoa! Yeah. And saying the N word. Oh God! <laughs> Tarantino, baby, nothing, it writes itself yet again. Use, there's nothing we can use in this podcast. So no, far, for so. sure. Let's to burn it to the ground. <laughs> When do we start recording, by the way, Bree? Oh, yeah, never. Never. Okay. It's just small talk <laughs> until then. The, the, what about you? Did you have a day job? What's your day job, Corey? You got one? Yeah, just a server. That's a popular one for actors. Yeah. yeah. Um, right? It's a, does, do they give you, like, fla- or is it a pretty flexible job? Right? I guess. Yeah. So I'm telling yeah. you. Did you just ask you t- about points of flair? But how, many, po- how many pieces of flair do you have to wear at your Oh, uh, all the flair. Flair <laughs> Air, baby. I'm sponsored by Flair Air. I have taken their flights and okay, they good. are right up there with their reputation. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm saying this because I've got to go back. I'm going to have to go back to work. So this is like a real, you know, like it's a real conversation about, okay. about the, you know, the constant struggle. I'm going to have to go back to work. And I, I consider, you know, like, yeah, serving is a, is a popular location for popular sure. location, popular avenue vocation, for vocation and location. And, uh, smokation sure vacation for actors right because usually yeah. they're pretty flexible usually if if you can't do oh. a shift usually there's a there's somebody who'll take it for you because you know let's say you got to go for an audition or, or this or that is do you find uh, your your uh, place is pretty good for that yeah yeah it's fine it's not my passion but yeah that that's that's one of the reasons that it's that it's fine yeah great yeah i think the Perhaps the funniest experience I had was years ago when I was serving a table. I was like, um, hey, friends, can I get you anything to drink? Uh, hey, anything to drink, friends? And then uh, eventually I was like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, oh, oh, we didn't know you were talking to us. We're not your friends. And I was like, oh, my God. What you a know? horrible thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, we instead, don't like you, server man. But like, instead of being like, "Hey, ladies, can I get you some cocktails?" Like, "Hey, guys," like I didn't want to, you know, gender it or whatever. Uh, so yeah, I was like friends, and then, "Hello, fellow humans." Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's well, that's unfortunate, Corey. I think you're our friends. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I like think Nick I like Nick better already. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> literally never happened they just don't tell never you been the case you're... at all <laughs> yeah we're actually the same person just uh, oh wow yeah. Oh, yeah we just misgendered each other yeah. okay do you have siblings yeah tell me about your siblings yeah how are they doing they're yeah. good yeah i have a sister her name oh, is just... yeah take also a... Corey. take a guess take a guess jory <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. Lori? It's, a, it's a real name, Bray. Okay, Lori is a real no. name. Yeah, it is. Lori. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jory for sure not. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's not Lori, but does it start with a K as well? Why, why does yes. this? Okay, is it? It does. Okay, so it's all K names. I'm gonna go Karen. Oh no. Okay. 
Katrina. No, we, we hate we hate it, Karen. No. Catherine. No. So you're Caitlin. You're, you're going too far. What do you mean I'm going th- too far? What do you mean? Wow, I'm going away too from far? my name. From my name. Oh, Corey. Colby. Carrie. Carrie. Carrie, that's right. That's right. Carrie oh. and Corey. That's correct, yeah. What's wrong with your parents? <laughs> Yeah, they were hill people. Uh, didn't have a lot of technology. <laughs> didn't know how to spell the name either. That's why it's spelled the way it is. You know, I have no problem with how it's spelled. I think it's nice, unique spelling. Well, wrong is the other way to put that. Wrong spelling. <laughs> All right, where? What's the? Tell us. What's your? Where was? Are your parents? Have they always been very supportive of your um, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like they, they uh, are acutely aware of it and think it's good <laughs> that doesn't mean they're supporting <laughs> i mean aware yeah, of it. yeah 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 no they yeah they they, they come to see your stuff every once in a while sometimes yeah uh oh. my mom lives in huntsville which okay. is a bit alabama yeah huntsville, kind of alabama. that's right yeah yeah <laughs> dogs like it is um, um <laughs> she, uh yeah so Every once in a while, when I was doing more theater stuff, they would they would come to that type of thing. But like when you do like shows uh, in Toronto, like just random improv shows, comedy shows, that there's too much. Like you, yeah, I think you probably understand this, Brie. Like after a certain point, like people just you know, like okay, yeah, we get it. We see what you're doing, and uh, we'll make it. Yeah, let's, uh, Have here's fun a, with your little friends. Here's exactly. a, here's an example, Corey. Yeah. How many shows have oh. you and I done together? Mm, I don't know a lot if you were to guess like if you were to give it a number like good news shows or just shows in general all shows like improv as well probably over a hundred right yeah. and how many times have you seen this guy at... <laughs> oh I've been loving this I saw this one coming the whole way it's amazing oh, wow. I was yeah. gonna milk it a little longer but oh <laughs> what, what are you calling oh, today Nick uh Bangkok Okay, very good. So no, Mississauga, Mississauga, exotic Mississauga. Didn't even exactly. hear an accent. That's crazy. So... Um, uh, Bree, can I tell you? It's also going to get worse. What does that oh. mean? Are you because that? my go bus is being canceled? I, can... if I want to get into work now, I have to take a go bus down to Clarkson and hop on the go train to go into Toronto. So I'm just going to be driving in for work going forward. Oh. And the same same applies if I want to come home afterwards. So who's responsible for the cancellation of the, is it the Mississauga or is it the Doug Ford? No, it's uh, Go. Ford. Go. It's, okay. Or Metrolinx or you whoever. Know what, right. Do you know what Go stands for? Government Ontario. That's we've, right. We've, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the little logo is the the words Go. Oh, Doug Ford. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah so he by de facto he is responsible. Mm-hmm. He I could go he fuck prob- himself. Yes. I'm sure he cut a lot of them. But why? Was I think it they're just working more on the trains, to be honest. Well, why don't you take the train from? Uh, I am too. I am too early for the train. Mm. Yeah, well, here's just... another than another question then, because one of the reasons you were working so early was because you had to keep an eye on your kids, and now they're like kind of old enough that they yeah. The constant How old are your kids? Are they in their forties now, or what's going on there? They're roughly <laughs> thirty eight. Okay, almost there. Yeah. Almost both there. of them. Yeah, same time. They weren't twins. They get just kind of merged. Yeah, yeah they, the they, they, they aged up together. They caught up. Yeah, together. that's good. I blame COVID a hundred percent, even okay. though it didn't happen. It's long uh, COVID. Shit, where were we? Did we have an honest question? I had lost myself in the sauce there. It was go bus related. 
Okay, no, that's no one wants why, that. Why? Why he didn't? Why? Why Nick doesn't? Want oh, to see my oh yeah. Shows. Okay. Yeah. Why does Nick go see Corey's we, shows? We, we just met, and I can't believe you haven't <laughs> show yet. That is a hundred percent on me for not going to your shows. Um, or it might be your fault for not hosting it in my basement. That's true. Mm. We can we can take that. Off. How many does that I have now? Seat? Yeah. How many? What's the capacity? About the same as the 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 room that Brie would perform. At the comedy, comedy store. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I mean, there'd be sightline issues because, like, the stage would be in here, uh, the audience would be in the other rooms. So, well, what's the what's the split between the performers and the bar? Do we we get to keep uh, our ticket sales, or do we get part of the bar? Um, I'll just follow whatever comedy bar's model is because okay. that place is great. I love so their decor gotta, and their general vibe. So you got to pay for a tech then. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comedy bar is great. Or they're in the show. Sometimes. That, no? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Every once in a while. Well, because Nick used to come to Guess Who's Coming to Improv, which Corey was a guest on once. Uh, and, and it was never asked again. Exist. Well, to be fair, <laughs> the show ended after shortly after that. And it wasn't Yeah, yeah. Fault. It was yeah mostly my fault. Yeah, again. <laughs> oh, it was yuck, mostly yuck, Shut it down. <laughs> it's closed. No, it's because the pandemic. somebody Sorry, who owns a bar just never gave me the spot back. Okay. Oh. It's not awkward. Yeah, no, uh, whatever. It's fine. I don't need to run a jam anymore. I think it comes to a point in time where you realize maybe you don't need to run a jam anymore. That being said, I run a jam in Niagara. Yeah, because so I, I do still run. Jam. Yeah, but J- oh. Niagara needs it more though. When you Niagara say? does need Niagara needs stuff. It's stuff. Yeah, yeah stuff. totally. Because or- every if it isn't improv, it's a Roy Orbison cover band. Ooh. I mean, also Ooh. good. Roy Prod is fucking great. Roy Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> is that was crying a Roy Orbison song? Yeah. Yes. What Roy Orbison song would you go to? What would your default be, Nick? Damn it, now I only know crying. Mm. Does he have happy songs? Pretty woman? Pretty woman. That'd be pretty good. Walking down the street, pretty... Are we gonna get uh, closeness? Are we gonna get some uh, lawyers suing us for using? Uh, I think we could use up to a certain amount of time of the song. So as long and as how good like how good does it have to be? <laughs> I think that's the other question. Well, I mean, also, I how that old is that good. song? It might be public domain. Oh uh, yeah, I think it came out uh, when I was in my early twenties. So yeah, I, I bet you courted women to that song. <laughs> To crying. <laughs> Why is he doing that? <laughs> I don't know if I'm sad because of the song or because of him trying to sing it to me. It could be both. Yeah, it could be both. True. True. Corey, have you ever done the fringe? Have you ever done what's like okay, what is yeah, your career we, highlight to that's this? That's right. We did fringe. Or, or we, I guess you weren't part of the cast at the time. No, so Nick for context. And and whenever I say Nick for context, I mean audience for context. Sure. Yeah, I'm the entirety of the audience. You represent oh, God. The audience. Oh no. Oh boy. <laughs> represent Nobody... the audience. Represent the audience. Nobody okay, listens right. to this but Nick. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and eleven. Our business saga numbers are great no. because of my multiple listenings. <laughs> just, just to hear whatever I say. Mm-hmm. Oh, was I? Oh, did I sound good? <laughs> How's my audio on that one? <laughs> did yeah. I do that? Yeah, yeah, no, I, we did. We did the French um, uh, during the pandemic here. The best time to do it, baby. Online or? Yeah, we did it online. Uh, it, it, like I said, like it, the good news translates very well online. We did 
some pre-recorded like video sketches. Quinton had a very uh, funny sketch about uh, the Toronto Jazz Festival where he just named nonsense words and like people. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like just the most insane names. And it was just, like, it was like free, free, for, it, it, the naming of these non-real bands was oh, jazz. It was this very is funny. the exact same thing I was <laughs> pitching to you about the Montreal sketch I wanted to write. I didn't realize yeah. it was something you had already done, except this time yeah. in French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very funny, though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was great, great. Uh, we had like, uh, yeah, we, we it got reviewed pretty well as well. Um and that was a it was a really good time. Um, for example, it was called. Uh, <clears throat> this is something that's on the poster currently. It felt a bit like wandering into a Lick's Burger. <laughs> it's good. Oh, just a oh. frenetic. No, that's that wasn't the compliment part. That was <laughs> okay. Just, good just burger, solidy burg. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's more about the experience of Licks. It's yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what they're saying. One, like, right, it's right, one frenetic, that... overstimulating. Where the words like, and they sing when yeah, you yeah, order, yeah. and it's covered yeah. in gunk. You get your shit covered in gunk, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Is this a bit or is this an actual restaurant? It's Licks Burgers. Oh, you never heard? Licks Burgers is a restaurant. Although I don't know if it, it's around anymore. No, I think it's done. Did. I think it's dead. It sounded yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it, and that, that's why the comparison in the review. Okay, great. But uh, like their burgers weren't bad, let's be honest. And you yeah. could still Ugh. buy. I'm, I don't know if you can or not, but for a while you could buy gunk at the grocery store. Gunk. This is what it was called, wasn't it? It was gunk. It was like the sauce. That it was like the equivalent. Are you of thinking of gak? Like the. No, the I'm not thinking of toy? gak. I'm not. <laughs> you can't put gak on your burger. Yeah. Well, you could. You just. It sounded like this place tried. Yeah, they it did. Was gunk. Gunk okay. gak. What's the difference? So, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna look Nick, Nick up, if you had continue. to d- differentiate between what is a gunk, what is a gak, uh, I'll hear it. Gak uh, sounds I'd like gak some... sounds lumpier. Oh, okay. Gak sounds like and it comes edible. out of your wiener. Oh my god, it's pretty. It does, <laughs> doesn't it? That's oh no. God. You need you need penicillin for that one. Yeah. If I yeah. look up gunk licks in Google, what do you think is gonna happen? Gunk licks. That's a very. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty... A website no, I don't want to. Nothing but <laughs> goodness will come from that break. Licks, they were called Licks Home Burgers. Yeah. Well, this sounds to terrible. Home burger. Home as a home, a home burger. burger. Wait, could you not get Licks from grocery stores as well? I think you probably could. If yeah, somebody's there's... licking you at the grocery store, yeah, that's, that's, that's a different <laughs> Oh, it was just though. called Guck, not Gunk. Guck. Yeah, that's, that's pretty close. Yeah. It's They're not... a great indie band, by the way. Guck. A hundred Gucks. Uh, here you gucking. Okay. Soy that's gob. That's gob. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, but it, it was all like that. That the fringe that we did was also called biting political commentary <laughs> with a side of surreal, absurdist humor. So, you know, there was some good stuff in there, and that's Ooh. where the licks came in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get the analogy now. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> okay, so that was your experience with fringe. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was. A, very very cool uh, experience to do it in a, a weird weird online like arena but yeah Corey, i would say that you were like a mayor of toronto comedy i don't think so it. no okay no i would not perhaps say that an all. alderman are you, are, you, are you trying to Clark? say that I, i'm like john tory <laughs> uh rest in peace holy grail uh <laughs> yeah you're not saying no <laughs> 
<laughs> Would you rather I say you were like Rob Ford? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He was at least fun, you know? Oh. Uh, yeah, very problematic in, in several ways. He yeah. got lustily blue. Uh, blue. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gucked. I, I, I was at Jay's opener and he was lustfully booed. At oh, they, oh, Doug, not Rob. No, you the went to the home was, opener? No, not this year, like years ago. When, um, yeah, yeah, I remember. When yeah, the yeah. dead one was mayor of Toronto. Uh, Rob. When yeah. the, dead the dead one was mayor, they were like, like we can't have Bernie yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. For several weeks. Yeah, it was yeah. quite the scandal and no yeah, one yeah. picked up on it. It's weird. Yeah. He still I mean, sold drugs the whole time. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, you got to keep the operation in order, I guess. He, he was part yeah. of the reason that Good News Toronto started in the first place, in fact. Um, guys, we have to deal with this. With comedy. he wanted to be, he wanted to host the show. No, it was just so funny that he, he, like, that was the mayor of Toronto. Like, how is nobody talking about this? And then eventually he became like, he went on Kimmel and he went on like a bunch of other. Ugh. How did Good News start? That, that, that's exactly that. Okay, Remember so you when saw... that was the worst things were? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, but Holy you saw shit. Rob, you saw Rob Ford, and you were like, "I'm going to start a show." Yeah, like I, I always wanted to, like I, I just kind of was like, "Okay, how do I get on stage? How do I do?" I'm like, "Okay, I'll do my own show." And then I was like, "Well, the mayor is insane." And then yeah. I approached um, Hate Noise at the time, uh, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to like produce this like?" political How did satire you show no kate were you two did you two work together second prior? city yeah second yeah city, okay. i'd seen her her review like her con show uh and i was like hey you seem like you'd be like hip to the jive of uh news I don't comedy think we're allowed to say that <laughs> <laughs> be groovy be a couple of groovy cats uh, uh yeah and then yeah we started yeah i i i Found out quickly after pitching the show. She's like, actually, I don't really know much about the news and I don't really care about it. I'm like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> I'm trying to do that more. I want I want to be less connected. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and then it, it went uh, from there. And When did you meet Jeremy? Um, uh, you know, I don't really know. Maybe 2015, something like that. And was he like a fan of the show? And he was like, you have to put me on the show. No, no. Um, the uh i knew bobby homer yes who uh he was also in second city world and him and jeremy were in the same conservatory class and mm. bobby and i got along pretty well and um i started doing bobby and his friend uh charles fernandez used to do a show over at 120 diner before it became a condo uh yeah. and they would do stand up there so i would do stand up there as well and then i think saw jeremy on that show or maybe it's another show that uh they were both there together anyways and i'm like oh this guy's very funny as well and then i asked him to guest on the show a few times and he did some weird you know jeremy monologue things and then mm-hmm. uh and then yeah I, eventually when i rejigged the show to be a set cast every month uh, i reached out to him and he said yeah so what's your good news toronto Number one highlight. Ooh. Montreal Sketch Fest. May <laughs> twelfth. <12th>. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said you never went to Montreal. No, I'm saying that this one, the one that's the one you're going to. Oh, you're so stoned. 
so I thought you right said now. 2012. No, I said May 12th. May 12th. Okay, May 12th. there it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like 2023. <laughs> yeah. No, but okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait for it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to do the show in a new city, a new perspective. See, Are you gonna... come out on a You're... 10 o'clock on a Friday night when it's probably going to be nice weather. We'll see. It'll be great. Are you going to yeah, need to like, tune into it... like Quebec politics for a little yeah. while? Is going that what into we're going to do? I'm pretty, you haven't written. Yeah, oh, I did. Boy. I've written oh, some boy. skits. Come on. Come on. They're all Great. in French. I have to try. Have to... you ever noticed that poutine? Oh, that nice. Poutine and Putin sound the same. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. I'd rather have President Poutine. Yeah, hey, that's good. <laughs> Go to war against French fries and gravy. Yeah. 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 At least Poutine's honest about the people it's killed with heart disease. Unlike Putin, who <laughs> never admits it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You don't need me to write anything. I'm just going to show up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the special operation of putting gravy and cheese curds together with french fries. I that spoiler that's going to be our big closer. <laughs> We're going to cover cast in cheese and gravy. It's, it's like the kitty size pool. <laughs> oh my god. All right. I'm coming to that show. None of Bree's other ones, but <laughs> you will travel to Montreal. <laughs> Corey, what would you say are your biggest struggles as a performer in Toronto? Ooh, wrangling a cast, baby. <laughs> yeah, tough. go go into it. Go into that. Tell me about that. It's oh, true, gonna... right? I think this is one of the reasons I've noticed in Toronto there's like an influx of solo sketch performers. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Frankly, I'm not a big fan of solo sketch. No, I mean, yeah. It can be done very well. Like Ryan Sheedy, for example, uh, was excellent. I saw previews of his show um, when we did Good News over at SoCap for like a pre yeah. the Lobster Fest. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it can't be done. I saw yeah. Jillian Bartolucci's one. Yeah, oh, Jillian is also fantastic. Yeah. MK Morris. Yeah, not pretty well. I would skip I mean, it's. It's a little that's close true. to like the one man show. But I think that's stand up right? comedy. I think it's because it, like Corey, like you mentioned, I think it is so difficult to get a bunch of people together. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's very much so wrangling cats, and um, the more people, the more uh, dominoes that can fall. And <clears throat> in, inevitably, in every show, there will be dropouts, and that's something that I've yeah come to just do. yeah, it's good, it's fine. You know, it's, it's just one of those. Exactly. But, the, yeah. but when it, also, Corey, you seem to gravitate towards shows that have huge casts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I just like working with other people. It's, mm-hmm. it's where I think I, I love stand up for its own reasons um, mm-hmm. because it's, it's very fun. It's very uh, satisfying to go on stage and tell a joke. Exactly. Immediate, the immediacy of getting the laughs, which was one of the struggles of Zoom comedy. But um, and there were no laughs. Exactly, it yeah, yeah. was on mute. Very much so, like that. <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey on Conan. I can't hear the laughter when, like, Jim Carrey was doing an impression of Conan. It's a very niche bit. Um, I gotta check it out. Me and Devin Highland uh, reminisced about it during hmm. the, the pandemic. But um, yeah, it's it's nice rocks. to yeah, it's it's nice to have that that just immediate and like you know oh people are laughing at this because it's something I wrote. Um, but uh, yeah, having a big group of people, it's always nice to like work with friends and make new friends and um, 
work uh, on something that is just so silly and so fun, uh, which is, yeah, I mean, I think a large part of good news was just, you know, silly, silly times. And it, it, there are like struggles, but that's because it's show business, right? There's some things like when the work has to be done, it's not always fun. It's not always like mm -hmm. glamorous or whatever. You have to like edit a poster. You have to, you know, send a reminder email to people and, but uh, on the whole, it's it's definitely worth it. I would say uh, that, and the uh, everything improvised as well. What's yeah. your dream show, like Corey's dream show, um, where where everybody, like let's just say, everybody who is involved uh, contributes. You know, like it's like the communist society of a comedy mm -hmm. show for Corey, where everybody has to do their part. Um, uh, it's on a cloud. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm driving a fire truck powered by farts. There's uh, rainbows, yes. unicorns. You said dream show, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, and now less literally. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I think the uh, yeah, just having a, a fun show. I really don't enjoy the the producing aspect of producing. If that makes sense, that's that, that's like one of the reasons why I'm kind of winding down or went wound down good news, just like figuring out schedules and like all the, the very just like boring stuff, which I'm sure we're losing listeners by the second talk about. Uh, well, no, that sounds like I... more you'd like you'd want to perform as opposed to having to produce. Yeah, sure. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... But that's the tricky and, thing in Toronto. And right? probably get money for it too would be nice. Yes, exactly. That would be yeah, ideal. This is a tricky thing because people to to perform on a show, somebody's got to produce it. So it's exactly. Your goal. Yeah. And you've produced so many shows uh because you want to perform. Yeah. There is yeah, like that. That's fair, yeah. Uh so like I you know, I I'm in the same boat, right? I mean, I, I'm the same thing. I, I was told like, if you don't, you know, uh, if you want to, if you want to be in a show, make the show, right? Make it happen. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. And I agree. Uh, and then, yeah, at start the start, to... but at some point you want to just be on the shows. You want to stop doing all that heavy lifting and just have fun. But the glory of <laughs> 10 years of good news, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, the, the glory. glory of everything. Yeah, I forgot about the glory. <laughs> Didn't think of the glory. Nobody ever thinks about the glory of producing a comedy show. That's, I mean, Corey, the problem might be that you're a good producer. Mm. <laughs> that might not be the problem. There's, there's, there's better producers, I'm sure. Are there? Have oh, you heard okay. of the Mervishes, Brie? These people are insane. They have theaters. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, this is this is a hot topic right now. Have you okay. guys seen these AI generated Balenciaga commercials on YouTube? Balenciaga? Yes. This is a thing. All right. I don't know if it just our it, it's come up on our YouTube and it, it'll be like Harry Potter, but in a 1990s Balenciaga commercial. Ooh, we love it. It's, I don't know what Balenciaga means. I also love how you 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 you, you preface this with like a Jalen. You guys seen this? You guys seen this? Uh, you guys heard about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went full Leno. Yeah. I have lots of cards. Look at this. Uh, it's a uh, it's a headline. It's got the it, they misprinted something here. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> Balenciaga. 
Everybody loves him. What are you talking about? He's beloved in the comedy community. Uh, Balenciaga Harry Potter. AI generated. Yeah, that's a good one to start with. Uh, then you could go to uh, what was oh, it? Are you just telling us what YouTube videos to watch? Yeah, so go to that and then <laughs> Have you, Corey, have you thought about being uh, a TikTok sensation? So during the pandemic, uh, I was making videos uh, for the, the Good News channel uh, and they were on TikTok and they were doing fairly mm. well, I'll say. Like in the, what's the highest one? I 10K, 216K, oh, 270K. Mm. Yeah, so I was doing, I was doing pretty well. I was doing just like, it was me, because like, again, it was just kind of came out of, there was nothing else to do. Uh, and I was responding. You were at home with, was your wife working? Uh, she was working, yeah, that's right. During the pandemic. Uh, but so. Uh, for this it was more like i was responding to his daily briefings remember he would come out every day mm. and be like i'm doug ford and i'm a fucking idiot uh but he was like i don't know he was just mishandling everything uh and i was just very it was very frustrating to to see that he was the person that was in charge of it all so mm. i would respond to his like stellar His leadership oh gaps. sorry the opposite the other one exactly mm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah the exactly. other one yeah he went the other way uh, yeah yeah he did sure did but like he would like even just like stumble on like the website you went to go to get your vaccine <laughs> information or like the phone number uh or like he's like you know i went for a drive the other day and uh all these parks were just you know business as usual i'm like doug it's first of all parks aren't no, a business not. This is not where, <laughs> this is not where the cases are coming from, and what drive was this? This drive didn't happen. Like you're like stop lying. Like it, it, I don't know. It's just really... why was he so mad about parks too? Like it sounds like such it's, a uh, nice thing. Taxes, yeah, but they, they, but they like they right. they like put like these li- parks could be condos. No, but like though no, they would put caution tapes around the parks during the oh, pandemic yeah. to be like, you, no, I do. You can't that. go there because it's dangerous. Yeah, outside, like, Doug, like, where there's fresh air and sunlight. Don't go there. Yeah, go to church. Yeah. yeah, but it's also like we didn't really know what was happening at the time. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe it was spread there, but then also, why is Costco open? Why is Walmart mm. open when, of course, people can't go to a fucking park like are you kidding like what are you talking about man and it's not a business and he's like yeah these people are like business as usual and then he got upset that when he opened up the outdoor dining he's like everybody's on the patio having you know just you know hanging out and it's like doug this is your fault you're the one that said (laughs) open the patios and then everybody's on the patio and he's just like oh all these people are you know you know just hanging out on the patio of course they are of course they are. You said they could. Like, why are you upset and yelling? Dude, at your these, daughter was you know, serving these... shots there. Like, what do you want? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right oh. out of her pussy. Oh my god, Corey! It sounds like you're really passionate about the political scene. Oh no! <laughs> Who isn't? Yeah. Uh, no, I meant po- po- the political scene in general in yep. Toronto. I mean, you wrote a show for 10 years about it. Would you ever consider going into politics yourself? No, or... I hate that. It's terrible. Cor, you have this you have this platform where you, you have literally dozen of people you can talk to right now on our podcast. 
is there any messages you would like to leave for them? Uh, Words of hope or inspiration? Live, laugh, love. Lactate. Live every moment. Love every okay. day. <laughs> yeah. Because before you know it, your precious life slips oh. away. Grown-ups too, baby. Oh, okay. And see. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for thanks for coming, Corey. You want to say struggle on with us? Struggle on. Struggle on. That's oh, fine. We didn't even say it. We, we, didn't say it. we can fix that. Oh, okay. We have to all okay. say it together. <laughs> okay. Struggle on. Struggle on. Individually. You're probably right. Struggle on. Struggle on. Fine. That, oh, that, struggle on. Struggle on. Well, this has been episode 83 of the Constant Struggle podcast. Uh, For more information about Corey Birch, our guest, check out our show notes at theconstantstruggle.podbeam.com. That was a fun episode. Corey is a good and silly boy. (laughs) Yes, of our lives. It was. It was. I don't know. Our, our chats are always fun. I like talking to the the, the the kind folks that that spend their struggly times with us. Yeah, it's good to get to know. Uh, but for sure, if you did enjoy the episode, you know, share it with somebody, somebody who maybe hasn't had the somebody who hasn't had the chance to work with Corey yet or somebody who has had the chance to work with Corey yet. And you just want to remind them of how great he is. Uh, feel free to share it with them. And in the meantime, you can like, share and subscribe to our podcast uh on apple podcasts or podbean or google podcasts or good po- any of the pod places most of the pod places we're at. yep indeedly and if, if you just want to feel this the the co-struggle with other creatives out there the whole point of the show yeah solidarity i'm very involved with the union these days anyway uh, don't forget to follow us on twitter at struggle pod and you can like our facebook fan page uh, at the constant struggle podcast on on facebook struggle on Bree. and struggle, struggle on mr homer and struggle on to you sir good <laughs> sir fair sir bye